Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Expectancy is real. There's an expectancy upon the house, and I just sense it in my spirit. Say something good, something good is about to happen in my life. In the name of Jesus, God, you will do us well. Hallelujah. You will do us well, Jesus. You're going to do us well. Hallelujah. Glory. I said, may the Lord do you well. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I praise you. be obedient let me give you this word in 15 minutes let me be obedient let me be obedient here I sense that I need to give this normally I would just let it go but I feel the edge of the Lord to give me this Proverbs 3 6 Proverbs 3 verse 6 through 7 and it reads it says trust trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. We're going to stay there. We're going to stay here. Look at somebody say, trust in the Lord. My word to you tonight, and I feel so pressing that I'm going to give you this in 10 minutes, and we're going to pray again. Hear me. The word that God gave me for this Sunday, specifically to the season that we are in, is this two words, stop overthinking. Stop overthinking. Say self, stop overthinking. Stop, stop, stop overthinking. I'm not going to go so much in the background context. I'm just going to give you a brief context. The brief context of the book of Proverbs, we call this a wisdom book. Solomon is is spreading or passing on the wealth of of wisdom that God gave him to his son. In this particular text right here in verses one through four, he talks about his dynamic between his fault between the father and the son, but then it switches in the dynamic between verses five through six and the dynamic of how we should ought to be with God, our father. If I can just speak, show you something God has really been dealing with me on this because I've been finding myself overthinking on things and allowing that to cloud judgment are you get what I'm saying you can overthink yourself to a point where it overclouds judgment where you think you gotta force something say I gotta stop overthinking let me show you this let me show you this real quick here he says lean not right He says, in all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. That he shall direct your path. In Proverbs 3, verse 6, in in verse 7, excuse me, I don't know, it says it right here. In verse 5, it says, and lean not. Now, the Hebrew word for lean not, ladies and gentlemen, is this word, shayan. Say shayan. 
This means to rely or support oneself. All right. So what it's saying is he's saying this is what he's saying. He's saying if you really look at it from from what it's saying in the original language he's saying he says trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not rely or support yourself meaning support oneself in your own understanding. What he's trying to tell us is is that it's not telling us to not go after knowledge. What he's saying to us is that your wisdom alone is not enough to support you. Your intellect is not enough to support you. This is what I'm going to mean. I'm going to show you. A, let me give you an example, right? When someone breaks their foot or somebody has that, we got crutches, right? So what I want you to see something here. When you have crutches, right? That means I'm leaning on that because I can't put too much pressure on the foot that is, that is hurt or the leg that is hurt or whatever that's gone on. So I depend on the crutch to keep me from falling. What he's saying is, is that I can't rely on my wisdom to keep me from falling. I can't rely on my own understanding to keep and be the thing that I hold on to when I'm trying to figure things out. Your wisdom alone is not enough to do so. Are you get what I'm saying? So I know sometimes we don't think of look at anybody else for help. And I know we, you know, we try to be strong and we got it on ourselves. That don't going to work. This is what Solomon is saying. The man that God endowed with wisdom, he's saying, listen, in the original language, you cannot support your, your oneself alone. Meaning that you cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot draw from your own source of the knowledge you think you have. Because it's not enough to hold you. Are you get what I'm saying? So here it is. He says when we find ourselves and, and, and here, here's the thing. He's saying, don't you think that your own understanding is enough to help you? You must trust God with all your thinking. Yeah. Here it is. He's not telling you that this right here is not a blind trust in God. It's a, it's a trust on the facts about who God is. Are you hearing what I'm saying? This is not a blind trust. I'm not blindly dependent on something that I know can't support me. God is infinite in wisdom. The book of James says, if any man lacks wisdom, let, let him ask. To the father of lights who's willing to give liberally. Are you getting what I'm saying? And so he says, lean not. Say, don't lean. Don't lean in on you. Lean in on him. Are you get what I'm saying? What he's trying to do is switch our dependence. Depending on self-sufficiency and being self-efficient. See, a lot of this critical theory and a lot of this universe or a lot of this new age thought is trying to make people feel like they're sufficient in themselves. It is really trying to make us believe that everything is found in the power of one's mind and one's own self to think that that's enough. And Solomon says, if you lean on that, it's not enough. That's how you can still be anxious. That's how you can still do different things. Why? Because that alone is not enough to sustain you. Say, I hear you. Here's the danger of overthinking. The danger of overthinking is this. We tend to take God out of the equation. When you overthink, everyone in this room has overthought. If you say you haven't, you're lying. Everybody at some point has overthought a situation. I know I do. Like, and, and, and here's the thing I want to tell you. Not everything you overthink is negative. 
Not everything you overthink is negative. There's some positive things and like us getting a building, this is a positive thing. But here's here's the overthinker. Well, what is going to happen? Like, you know, I ain't got the key yet. What they thinking? Are they going to renege on the contract? What they trying to do? You know, I, I'll just be thinking like, well, you know, we need 30000 I don't know. Oh, how? Well, if we do it this, 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 this way, then we can get this and get that. And, and I'm like, I've said nothing about God in none of this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because all I'm trying to, in my finite mind, trying to comprehend and in my own int- intellect of how this is going to happen. Say, stop doing that. Because what happened is God, this is what happens when most of us, God opens up a door for us. And then we think when that door opens, then we got to figure it out on our own. So God does not open doors for us to go through a door and figure it out ourselves. He opens up a door to say, hey, this is an opportunity. Let me walk you in. We're going to figure this out together. I'm going to show you how you're going to go about doing this. Let me tell you who was another overthinker real quick. Joshua, when he was looking at Jericho, he was in deep thought. He was trying to figure out how in the world we're going to overtake a city that is fortified. The walls are all the way up. I don't know what's going on. Then the commander of the angels armies, who's Jesus the Christ, he shows up in a theophany. He shows up and he says, Joshua, come up there. Who are you with? He's like, I ain't with nobody. I'm on the Lord's side. And then the command of angel's army had to walk him through to the instruction of the battle plan. See, you're thinking, you're overthinking can sometimes lead to positivity if you allow it. Or it can lead to faith in the instruction of what God gives you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Number two, the danger of overthinking is it's exhausting. Yeah. It's very exhausting. How many people, when you overthink a situation, you feel very tired mentally? Yeah. All right? Very tired. With all that's been going on, I found myself to be very tired. Yeah. I'm busy because I'm putting things in motion. But on top of you being productive and handling stuff, if you're overthinking on top of the stuff you have to handle, you become very more, you become even more drained. Are you get what I'm saying? So it's one thing to go through a situation and be like, all right, I'm trusting God. Then to go through a situation overthinking, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? Well, if this person do that, I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to, and if he come up with that, I'm going to come, I'm going to come right right, round around with this. I'm going to give him, I I can't do that. That's too much. (laughs) You know, that's too much. And then for some of us who are introverts, I'm not, I'm not really an introvert. I can be one. But for some of us who are introverts, you definitely are considered an overthinker. You overanalyze everything. So on top of your natural, on top of you naturally being an introvert, overthinking stuff, that doesn't help neither. <laughs> are you getting what I'm saying? Well, does that person, do they like me? Do they, do they, do they, do they, you overthinking everything. Well, what? Did she, did she mean? You overthink every situation. Listen, somebody say stop overthinking. It is not stop, 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 stop. Now, now listen, now, here's the thing. Now, it, it, it's exhausting, but here's what happens. You create, um, uh, uh, it become, you, you create anxiety when you do that. You, you create anxiety when you overthink. Hear me. Proverbs 12, verse 25 says, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. Here's what happens. 
One thing can be said and you can overthink that and turn it into a negative. Then cause anxiety, then cause into depression. He said one word. All you need is one. Makes one good word. Makes it, makes it glad. A lot of times when we overthink stuff, we overanalyze to the point where we create anxiety. Here's how you create an anxiety. It's because you create these multiple scenarios of things that has not happened, probably will not happen, and you make that to be true. Has everybody, come on, I know I've been there, like, I know, like, it needs to be, like, I'm like, okay, if this, all right, well, maybe they don't, it ain't even happened. Like, when I was waiting for them to send the contract over before I can sign, I was like, well, did they think twice, or what's going on? Like, why well, haven't gotten it? And so what I did is, because I'm anxious, I called the lady like, what's up? What's up? I got it right here. Where are you at? She was like, Brandon, it's yours. Don't worry about it. I'm just waiting to get the contract back from the person so I can send it to you. So you worried about something that's already yours, but it's like, well, because I ain't seen the papers. You anxious. You create these anxieties, and so once I got it, I was cool. Why? Because I created these scenarios in my head that was not factual. A lot of times we create scenarios that is not going to happen. Even if it does happen, God has a way for you to move around it or move through it. So stop making things as though they are, which are not. Are <laughs> oh, you get what I'm saying? Say, I, I, I need help. I need, I need help. All right, so here we go. Here we go. This is how you do it. What's up, everybody? This is Brandon Hill, the senior pastor of Transformation Christian Fellowship. I wanted to take a little bit of time to thank a couple of individuals who've already sewn into the Only Believe campaign, such as Beverly Hayes, Ruth Nixon, Curlin, Dee. Gloria, Diane, Darlene, David, and Lance. Listen, thank you all on behalf of TCF Nation. Thank you guys for sewing into the vision. If you're considering and want to give, listen, you can give. You can text TCF1 to 77977. Hit that drop down and hit only believe so we can direct the funds to where it needs to go to help us not only finish the renovations, but for our community initiatives that will be a blessing to connect more lives to the transforming power and love of Jesus Christ. God bless you as you give. And remember, transformation starts here. That's another danger of, of, of overthinking. Here we go. It says we try and then this is what happens. You try to make something happen in your own strength. There you go, leaning to yourself, meaning using yourself as the crutch. That's a bad idea. If you need to take pressure off something, how can you put it back on yourself? I need to take pressure off of this foot. I can't put more pressure on the foot that's good or I'm going to mess up that one too. Hence the reason why I need crutches. I can't support my own weight. I need something to hold me up. Are you getting what I'm saying? Here we go. You have to understand. You don't have to try to make things happen out of your own strength. Exodus 14, 14. This is what Moses told. This is what the Lord told Moses to tell them. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. The Lord will fight for you. Say the Lord is fighting for me. And I shall hold my peace. Now, let me, let, me, let me do this. I'm going to give you two things. Here. Let me take us back to the verse. Here we go. 
It says, this is how you overcome, stop overthinking. Number one, you have to trust God. No, it's very simple, right? It's very simple. It's nothing deep. Trust with God as the goal or object means to regard him as the source of wisdom and power in all things and therefore worthy of your entire confidence. So what you're saying is when I trust in the Lord, he's worthy of all of my total confidence. That his knowledge, his wisdom is trustworthy. His plans for my life is trustworthy. His intentions on my life is trustworthy. A lot of times I don't trust because I don't think he can be trusted. Or I don't think he can be trusted with everything apart that I'm thinking about. So I trust him with this area because I don't really know. I, 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 I can have a little faith on that, but I can't trust him on that. So what he's saying is I got to trust him with everything. It says trust in the Lord with your whole heart. That means this has to be surrendered to him. This heart, the minds has to be surrendered to him. I have to understand that if I'm going to really uh, not lean on my own understanding, I got to trust in the Lord. And not with some of me, but with all of me. Here it is. Psalm 62. Psalm 62, verse 8. If it goes there, if there's on the screen for you, yes, it is. It says, trust in him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before him. God is our refuge for us, Selah. That means he says, trust in him at all times. Not some of the time. He's saying at all times, put your trust in the Lord. Now, let me move. Now, it says, let me move here. Now, Psalm 37, verse 5. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he will do what? Bring it to pass. Are you hearing what I'm saying? He said, trust in him and he shall bring it to pass. He didn't say that you got to bring it to pass. Hello, coming against that manifesting thing there. Hallelujah. He said, he shall bring it to pass. Not bringing manifesting your little fantasy. No, 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 no. Manifesting his will. A manifestation of his promise. Not of what you want to conjure up in yourself. He said, you trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust, commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him and he shall bring it to pass. So our job is to do what? Trust God. And God's job is to then bring that thing to pass. My job is to trust God, have faith in him, and then let him do the rest. And whatever he needs from me in the process, that I will do because I do it out of trust in him. All right, here we go. So, lastly, and like I said, I'm getting out of here. I have to give you this because I feel like it's very necessary. Not because I wanted to preach, but I know God was kicking me in the butt, so I need to do it. Here we go. It says this, and he says, acknowledge him. In, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Now, here we go. This word, uh, this Hebrew word means uh, yada, not to be confused with the praise word. Not to be confused with yada, two different things. Two different things. I know it sounds similar, but the Hebrew writing for it is different. Not to be confused. Toda means up the hands. Yada means to dance. Nah. Nah. Tada. Nah. 
This means yada. This is yada. Not not just two in the, in the whatever. What I'm trying to tell you is just really quickly. What I'm trying to tell you, this is very interesting. The reason why I'm giving you this is because this is what it means. It means to know, learn to know, to perceive, and to perceive and see and find out and discern. Why would he use a word like this for this? Why? Why would he use a word like this? He's saying, he's saying, in all your ways, acknowledge. That means you need to perceive him in all things. You need to you need to come to a place where you have an intimate acquaintance with God. And the present context is not meaning a simply uh, intellect awareness of God, but acceptance of God's presence in God to direct your life. So the reason why a lot of times we don't acknowledge God in all things is because you don't perceive God in everything in your life. You have a you you how the way you perceive God well you perceive him that he can do certain things but he can't do this what he's saying is you need to have a discernment to see how God it can move and operate in the very thing you need to trust him with if you don't have to if you don't perceive God in everything you will never acknowledge that because by perceiving him in everything you realize your own weakness. That you're not that smart. I ain't that smart. I need his wisdom. See, the real biggest thing is seeing his wisdom and his and his sovereignty and everything. So he's saying in all of your ways, perceive, know, get acquainted to him. Because when you do that, then he can direct your path. This is what we move into a level of humility. Because I perceive in this situation, I cannot do this apart from him. I can't do anything apart from him. So I'm I'm discerning, I need to bring this to God. And I'm acquainted with him well enough to know that when I acknowledge him, then he will direct, he will direct my path. Here's what Jeremiah says, and we're leaving. Jeremiah 10, verse 23, it says this, O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. Here's what Jeremiah said. He says, listen, the O Lord, the way, uh, I, I know the way of man is not in who? <laughs> Guess what? The way of your life is not in yourself <laughs> how can we how can we know the way when we have not originated it and nor do we know the finishing of it God is the author that means he is the beginning God is the finisher that means he knows your end he knows the beginning from your end the way of man is not in yourself because you don't know the outcome. And then you don't know what you were originated, original, originally purposed for until you came in acquaintance with him. <laughs> so it's not until I come in acquaintance with him where I understand that I listen. The way of man is not in myself. But here's what he says. It is not in man who walks to direct his own steps. Mm. 
Blessed. Blessed is the man who walks in the counsel of the godly and do not sin at the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the is in the law of the Lord that he shall meditate day and night. The scripture also says the steps of a good man have been ordered by the Lord. What am I trying to tell us tonight? Your overthinking is not going to help create the steps. Because the way I know you think that nobody can tell you what to do, you against authority, God, he only a little sprinkle into my whole life. I get it. And that's why you're stuck. And that's why you're still anxious. And that's why your life hasn't progressed. And that's why you will still be the same today if you don't change. Because if you're stuck in your ways, then you won't be able to acknowledge him. You won't be able to perceive him to know. He's saying, when you know me, when you perceive me in this, then I can direct. I can direct until you come to that, until you come to that knowledge. He said, I will direct your path. I will make those crooked places straight. I will make it, I will make the road paved for you. You overthinking the opportunity you have in front of you, Brandon. You overthinking how this is going to happen, how that's going to happen. I'm going to talk about myself. That's fine. But you overthinking all of this stuff, and it wasn't your thinking that led you in this situation. You have to acknowledge this and be humble to yourself to know you don't know the answer, Sway. You don't got all the answers. You do not have all the answers. And that is okay. And you got to be okay with that being okay. Because if you're not, this is what you're going to do. Let's figure this one out. You're talking to yourself like, self, like, how are we going to get around this? And God is just looking at, chilling, just. So foolish. <laughs> I'm not saying God does this, you know. I'm just, I just say God, like, I'm going to chill out, just, you know. Just wait on them to see what they're going to do. For them to come to their, their senses that I know the way in which they should take. But until you come to a place of acknowledging him, God is, all right, I can't direct your path because you, you, you stuck. I can't direct your path because you, you in yourself. You trying to hold yourself up on your own wisdom. You know what I've learned about training? It's the people who feel like they've learned their whole job that they feel like you can't tell them nothing to even if you have a new way of doing things. Why is that? Because they be, you want to know why that is? It's because they because they've felt like they've gotten to a place where their knowledge is enough to sustain them. So even if it's something new, and even if it's something new or a new way about going about things that gets the same result, they're very against it. And it has to be their way because 
well, I mastered this or I feel like I'm, and that's how we are with God. There's certain things you feel like you already mastered already that you don't even acknowledge him in. And then when the situation comes back around, well, God, I've done this before. Let me just do what I do. You step aside. <laughs> I think I know this one. And then this is what you do. You hit your head against the wall. And then here's God. You want to come to me now? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? I just want to make this very clear. Stop overthinking. Do not overanalyze every situation. Not saying that situations do not require an analysis. But what I'm saying is, in your analysis, discern. Perceive God in the analysis. Do not leave him out of it. Because you're forgetting that the supernatural is always present. And what God can do in the natural with his super is far greater than what you can do in your strength. You cannot negate the God factor. Because he can be seen in everything. How can you know that God is real? Because I see him everywhere. I see him in creation. I see him in those who walk up right in front of them. I see him. And so what I'm trying to tell you that if you can't perceive that, then you're going to stay overthinking, stay overanalyzing, blowing up situations to be something that it's not, and then go to sleep restless, wake up restless to overthink all of it again. I don't want to live like that. If you don't want to live like that, come on and give God praise. All right. Stand to your feet. Yes, Lord. I, I, I really do believe that we, we got to stop that. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.